Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer Radio Show, brought to you by Calm Bach Feeds. My name is Andy Schneider, but most know me as the Chicken Whisperer, author of the Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, author of Chicken Fact or Chicken Poop, national spokesperson for the USDA Biosecurity for Birds program, and editor-in-chief of Chicken Whisperer magazine. Each week, I welcome experts in their field to share their knowledge about different topics, including backyard poultry, show poultry, heritage poultry, gardening, cooking, and, of course, living a self-sufficient lifestyle. Please visit us online at chickenwhisperer.com, where you can follow us on Twitter, become a fan on Facebook, and subscribe to the totally free digital edition of Chicken Whisperer magazine. Once again, I would like to thank all of you for tuning in today to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whiskey by Kalmbach Feeds. At Kalmbach Feeds, our layer pellets and crumbles are all natural, antibiotic-free with no animal byproducts. Formulated just for laying hens, our feed is fortified with essential amino acids and calcium to ensure maximum production of nutritious, tasty, strong-shelled eggs. From our family to yours, Feed your hens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome, goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Find a dealer at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H, feeds.com. Or order your layer pellets and crumples today on Amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of the Chicken Whisperer. When you need an incubator, think Brincy, the incubation specialists. Brincy has been a world-leading manufacturer of quality incubators for almost 40 years. They manufacture incubators that hold anywhere from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity controls and programmable egg turning, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and receive 10% off your entire order. Order your new incubator today at Brincy.com. That's B-R-I-N-S-E-A.com. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. 
They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, CackleHatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. How would you like to sleep in on the weekends without having to get up early to let your chickens out or not have to rush home after eating dinner to shut your chickens in for the night? And who's had the unfortunate surprise that a raccoon, possum, or fox got to your chickens because you forgot to close the coop? Well, your days of worrying have come to an end. Introducing the Chicken Guard Automatic Chicken Coop Door Opener. Working off either the timer or light sensor, Chicken Guard automatically opens your coop door in the morning to let the girls out and shuts it at night to keep them safe. Tried and trusted by over 40,000 users worldwide. Buy Chicken Guard online at chickenguardian.com or your local farm and feed store. That's chickenguardian.com. Sweet PDZ has been keeping horse stalls ammonia-free and healthy for nearly 33 years. However, ammonia is ammonia, regardless of the species producing it. Therefore, it will do the same great job in your chicken coops and brooders. Sweet PDZ safeguards flock health by neutralizing and eliminating harmful levels of ammonia and odors. Safe and effective moisture absorption. All-natural, non-toxic, premium-grade zeolite mineral. Contains no masking scents or chemical perfumes. Safe and beneficial to dispose with waste on compost and gardens. Learn more at SweetPDZ.com. That's SweetPDZ.com. Want to protect your hens from the damage caused by an overly affectionate rooster? Nothing protects hens better than the Hen Saver Hen Apron. Hen Saver Hen Aprons come in several different sizes to fit both bantam and large fowl hens. They also come in several different styles and colors. Give your hens the protection they deserve by purchasing Hen Saver Hen Aprons today. 100% of all proceeds goes to provide care to rescued animals at Crazy K Farm in Hempstead, Texas. Purchase your Hen Saver Hen Aprons at hensaver.com. That's hensaver.com. Hi, I'm country music artist Nathan Osmond, and you're listening to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. And the mighty bird against prejudice continues his fight for law and order. So when you hear that cry in the sky... You'll know it's Super Chicken. Alrighty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer brought to you by Calm Box Feeds. Um, I looked all over the place this morning for some good, entertaining, uh, educational Chickens in the News articles because I get just inundated with them uh, through Google Alerts and whatnot, and I couldn't find really anything that was going to be worth our time today. Um, that I really wanted to get into. I mean, there's there's apparently, which is important, I just didn't, to, you know, and we are talking a little bit about biosecurity day, uh, but I was looking for something a little different for, for today's show, but um, apparently they've got uh, even influenza has reared its ugly head again over in Europe, and I believe I saw some from uh, Taiwan as well. 
in Europe, they were talking about different biosecurity measures. All of that's very, very important. Um, but I was just looking for something a little bit different for uh, today's Chickens in the News segment. And uh, then, of course, uh, I just got flooded with things. I guess the term chicken comes up. But apparently uh, somebody found a headless chicken in a Connecticut courtroom, which was uh, uh, covered in glitter. I, I don't know, but uh, you know, I'm not going to waste your time with that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've been really trying for uh, in 2018 to start off with um, – See here we go. Launch chat uh, with some chickens in the news uh, that that would be uh, pertinent and whatnot. But there was just nothing available uh, today to share with you guys. So I'm not going to do our normal chickens in the news segment. Love chickens in the news. It's, it's pretty cool. I want to remind everybody that uh, also in 2018, I'm like, doing the show. This is our tenth year of broadcasting this. Tenth year, uh, well over a thousand episodes. Uh, I'm starting to open up the chat room. So it's light right now. It'll probably be light for a while uh, until people realize, oh, the chat room's open. Cool, let me get in there. And then if you want to participate in the chat room and actually chat uh, via keyboard, uh, then you register. You can register with Facebook, Twitter, or just your own blog talk radio um, chat screen name if you want to take the time to do that. We would appreciate it. And then you can ask questions to the guests we have on, which is kind of cool because you have live interaction, if you will, with a poultry veterinarian, a poultry scientist, a poultry nutritionist, and, and ask your specific questions for your specific flock. So there's a, uh, and then you can talk with other chicken keepers and they can post what they do with this, that, and the other. So it does have value. Last few years, we've we've eliminated the chat room. There were some technical difficulties with it with a blog talk for a while, but we've got it back uh, going. Uh, they even offered live video. I did a lot of live video during the broadcast. I think they've uh, eliminated that as well uh, over at uh, Blog Talk Radio up in New York. But but uh, nonetheless, the chat room is open. If you're listening via your laptop and maybe even a smartphone, if you scroll down after the, the show starts to play, you'll be able to see is open chat here, chat room open. You click a button and you can come on into the chat room. You can come in as a guest and see what's going on, but to actually participate with your keyboard and chat with other folks in the chat room, they call it, um, then um, you'll have to register. Okay, so you'll see you'll see comments. It'll be slow going uh, until more and more people realize, hey, it's open again because we do have uh, – thousands of listeners, and, and oh my gosh, the number of people that listen to the archive is, is incredible. Uh, we thank all of you for uh, for doing that. So the chat room is in the news um, today. Uh, we, won't, we won't do that. So um, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Let me get back over here to episode info. But um, we've got Dr. Bridget McRae, uh, who's going to be coming on. She's over at Auburn University, uh, probably about half past the hour little bit later, and she's going to be talking about the importance of adding a foot bath, uh, incorporating a foot bath as well, to your biosecurity plan. Look, it is important. You know, regardless of what the um, the big commercial folks are doing, because, you know, they are supposed to have really top-of-the-line uh, biosecurity, but it is important. We we beat this horse uh, more than we can even imagine about biosecurity, and the, even the importance of small flock. You have six chickens in the backyard, boom, biosecurity. Um, and, and for you to choose and develop the biosecurity plan that works for you. Today we're going to be talking about a foot bath and incorporating that into your biosecurity plan when Dr. McCray comes on. And I have been struggling to find because when I, when I, it's really a neat product when, when I go and visit some of the commercial farms and even the uh, hatcheries, for example, that provide to the backyard or like the uh, ideal poultry, for example, in Cameron, Texas and others, 
Um, even when you walk in their office, there is it's really cool, and I'm really trying to find a good one that then we can promote to the backyard that's not going to break the bank. Some of them are 300 bucks. Some of them are $69. But, so I'm really trying to find a product that would be ideal for the small plot backyard or like that, just a mat maybe to sit at the entrance um, before you come back into your house or when you're getting ready to go into the coop and run. If you step on that, that and, and it's, it's kind of like a big sponge and you have the disinfectant in it, you step on it and, it, and your, your boots kind of sink into it. They're really awesome. I really, really like them. I'm just trying to find one, uh, do the research for you guys, that won't break the bank and that will still be effective uh, and more appropriate for your backyard. But we're going to be talking about foot baths today. We welcome Dr. Bridget McRae on here uh, in a little bit. So we've got that going on today uh, on the educational side. But we're also going to educate you um, about a new product and a new sponsor that we're really proud to have on board you may have noticed on Twitter, on our Twitter account, which is, by the way, at Backyard Poultry, and on Facebook, in fact, we posted yesterday, uh, and it got tons and tons of comments, and the comments were pretty much in line with exactly what I thought they would be. Um, I've, I've mentioned it on this, the last three or four episodes of the show. We also mentioned it and kind of teased you uh, with asking questions, and, and that question ended up being... Um, when you go, because a lot of you, tons of you, they're so popular, you go out and you purchase these mealworms, a snack, a supplement, whatever you choose to call it, for your backyard flock, um, and you're spending big money on these, let's face it, and you're coming home, and, and granted, your chickens seem to love them, but uh, are you doing the best you can with that product uh, that you're actually actively giving them? So I would challenge people. I did it last night on Facebook. I challenged you. I said, here's a special request. Uh, go get that bag of mealworms you just bought. Sprinkle a few into your into the palm of your hand. Pick one up, snap it in half, and look inside. What do you see inside that mealworm? And I, I put on there. I said, in probably ninety percent of the cases here, your response in the in the comments below are going to be nothing. It's just a hollow shell. Now, um, I'm not a scientist, so is that the exoskeleton of this mealworm? Is that all you're getting? because um, they're hollow. The, the black soldier fly larva that's come on the scene here in the last year or so, uh, look at that, hollow. Um, so why are they, what are you paying for? It's just a little crispy shell of what once was a worm. And um, so, so I've been kind of doing these teasers on the show and on Twitter. And on, uh, I suspected a hollow worm. So today we're going to talk about uh, another alternative that actually may be better suited for you and your backyard chickens um, since you're, you're paying for this out of your wallet. And let's face it, you want the best product that you can buy for your chickens. So today, we're going to bring him on just a minute. We've got not only a new sponsor, uh, but we've got the chief operating worm on today. Yep, believe it or not, the chief operating worm from the Honest Worm Company. He's here to tell us. We're going to launch this um, uh, sponsorship today, partnership, and uh, we're going to be playing the commercials. We're going to have contests. Uh, we're going to be explaining, but he's here really to explain what it's all about, how the company started, how he found these things, um, what what he feels um, is makes it a, a better product, and, and and I like the you know the proof is in the pudding. You've heard that. Well, the proof is in the worm, <laughs> and it's visual. 
Um, and then um, word on the street, and this is kind of, you know, this is family radio, but word on the street, he's full of it. Well, let's just say his product is full of it. <laughs> so how about that? So uh, right after this, we're going to welcome uh, David, who is the chief operating worm with the Honest Worm Company. But first, you might want to jot this down, get this pencil ready, because we've got an offer for you, and it's limited time, but it's an offer that we're going to run as long as supplies last. And here it is. I'm about to say something that may shock you. There's a chance the mealworm treats you're feeding your chickens are doing them more harm than good. Most of the mealworms sold in the U.S. are hollow and empty because of how they're processed, leaving them with little or no nutritional value. The problem is chickens love healthy insects like mealworms, but there hasn't been a way to get access to them in large quantities. Until now. The only mealworm company I endorse is The Honest Worm because of the way they raise and process their mealworms. Now, they've set aside some bags only for my listeners to try for free. Just cover the cost of shipping and handling. Head on over to freemealworms.com. That's freemealworms.com. If you don't see sold out at the top of the page, that means there's still some bags left, but only for a limited time. Go to freemealworms.com and get your free bag today. All right, so there's the offer. We're starting to launch it after the show. We're going to launch it on Facebook. And, you know, Facebook, there, there are folks out there that follow us that are just chomping to get something for, for free. Uh, and, um, hey, uh, shipping and handling is all it's going to cost you. And uh, you can go to that uh, freemealworms.com uh, and check it out. But, uh Without further ado, I'm heading over to the phone lines, and we're going to welcome David, who happens to be the chief operating worm with the Honest Worm Company, to discuss their new product. And, uh, and again, I hear that their new product, well, let's face it, they're full of it. So, uh, uh, David, welcome to the show. It's so glad to have you on today. Andy, it's so awesome to be on with you, man. i got to hand it to you because – and can you hear me okay first off before, uh, before I get going here? We can, loud and clear. Yes, sir. Great. Yeah, I, I got to hand it to you, man, because, um, you know, kudos to you for doing this program. I, I got to tell you that uh, my wife and I, it was just a, a few short years ago that we were on this program, like eagerly waiting to hear about um, Bumblefoot that one of our chicken came down, uh, came down with, and uh, you and Dr. Peter Brown were talking about it, and you guys answered our question. So I'm, I'm just jazzed to be here, and I'm just super excited for you for being so far ahead of the curve of this. You know, it's kind of a trend, but really it's growing so fast in the backyard chicken community, but... Man, I'm just so jazzed to be here and excited to, to just be on with you and your listeners. Thanks so much. When you reached out to me, um, <laughs> you didn't have to do a lot of selling because it was just in-your-face obvious um, with with the uh, website that you've got. And, again, proof is in the pudding. In this case, proof is in the worm. Uh, the pictures, the, the way you've laid that out. Uh, I mean, I, I can't imagine anybody looking at that and not just being blown away going, Duh. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, you don't even have to, it's, it's almost like me and my wife were talking about something the other day that, you know, oh, um, oh, I know what it was, but I can't share that secret either because it's a major national secret. <laughs> but, but, but it was one of those things where another company is coming out with something and it's like they don't even really at this point, because they've already made names themselves in that case, have to even going to sell this because people already know they've already done their work. But in, in this case, it's like you don't have to do a lot of explanation other than a picture of this and a picture of that. And immediately it's like, wow. Uh, there's no comparison. There's no 
uh, is just obvious at the end of the day. So let's let's tell us or tell our audience here about your product. What well, tell us a little bit about obviously your background and how this came to be and how you even found this product and why you're the first one to find it. And um, at, at the end of the day, other than it may be obvious, uh, and uh, give us the website where people can go and, li- and look at the website while we're talking about it. And a lot of it's explained over at uh, the freemealworms.com site. While they're there listening, they can get go ahead and order um, and get their free bag. But uh, just tell us all about it and just kind of tell us what's what's going on. Yeah, so so thank you for that, Andy. It's it's really interesting because um, you know uh, probably about uh, nine years ago, my wife and I got into backyard chickens, and at the same time, you know, my current business partner, he also got into backyard chickens right around the same time, and uh, he got headed head headed down to his local feed shop, you know, got all the stuff that he needed for having backyard chickens. He got the you know they gave him the the bag of feed, you know, the um, a couple bags of mealworms, and um, you know he. He went home, he opened up the bag of mealworms, and he cracked open one of the worms, and he looked at it, and he said, there's nothing in it. There's nothing in here. You know, there's got to be something wrong. So he actually took the bag back to, you know, the place where he, he got it from, and he said, is there something wrong with these, these worms? There's nothing inside of them, you know, and, and the guy said, well, his name is Ralph, you know, Mama Steed, and uh, he, he, he took a look. He cracked them open, and uh, he said, uh, no, that one's empty, and he opened another one. That one's empty, too. You know, I guess they're all empty. And so we started to do some research together and we looked into it. We found out that the, the reason why the, the worms are empty is because of the way they process them. And um, what we found is that, and this is through just a lot of study and research, that they're exposed to a high heat, high radiation that causes all of the insides, the nutrition-filled insides of that worm to disintegrate and really just kind of turn into this sludge into the bottom of the machine, which you, you don't get any of that. You just get the crispy shell. And what we further found was, as we did our research, we found that that shell, the exoskeleton, is primarily composed of a product called chitin. And chitin is actually used to make industrial adhesives, uh, glues, dyes, stuff like that. So really, and, and I've seen this on some of the forums, you know, before, that folks have found that if they feed their, their chickens too many of these empty mealworms, it can create crop obstruction and cause their, uh, you know, the crop to get like this sticky glue inside of it, which can cause problems. And it's not good for the chicken. So not only are they not getting the nutrition that they think they're getting, uh, but they're also potentially causing harm to the chicken. So we then, you know, um, after we found this out, we said, huh, I wonder if there's a way that we can get the worm, you know, not alive, but have all of the nutrition that it had when it was alive. So we then spent even more time developing this process called the Honest Lock Preservation Process that um, that gives you a worm that's 98% identical to the living mealworm. The only 2% is really the moisture that, uh, that was once inside of the living worm. Um, but when these things were, you know, when, when, they're, when they're microwaved and they're exposed to that high heat and high radiation, um, they're living a, a, or they're having a very stressful death. So now you're, you're getting this stressed out, you know, animal that you're only getting the exoskeleton of. The chickens love them because, let's face it, chickens, you know, um, you know they, they love just about anything that you throw at them. You know, they'll, they'll come running over to it. Um, but uh, they, they really can't differentiate, you know, the two. However, what I've found is that, and a lot of our customers have found, that now that, that they've fed their chickens the, um, the hollow worms, once they give them the honest worm, they won't even touch the other worms any longer because they can, they can differentiate now that they see the difference. But before, they were just so depleted on the animal protein that, uh, that they had – they had no 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 uh, no way to differentiate the two, but now they do. 
so you're saying, and you, you just kind of quoted on the show, that worm is about 98% of what that live mealworm uh, crawling in that worm bed uh, basically is as far as nutrition. It, it just, through, through your processing as well, they, they lose some of that moisture, obviously, as a live worm. But still, 98% of everything is the same as that live worm in that worm bed versus what they're pulling out of your package. That's ex- yeah, that's exactly right. We're making that claim, and we can make that claim because we have the, the science behind it. You know, we, we, did, we, we did a lot of research to, you know, to identify, and, and we really, you know, for us it was mainly we wanted to make sure that we were able to give our chickens the best product possible. And it kind of, you know, after we started giving it to other folks, they said, you guys need to, you know, you guys need to do this, you know, more and more with more, you know, for, for other folks, other folks didn't have access to them. And that's what we did. You know, we went out and we found that the, the best way to, to kind of produce it and the best farms, you know, like we and I discussed, you know, are overseas, in fact, um, which is a whole other discussion. But, uh, but, but certainly the, the, the best place to get, you know, and to source these worms are from the folks who have done it for thousands of years and know exactly what they're doing when it comes to preserving worms. But yeah, we're making that claim. That, I, can, I, I can probably make that claim. That's awesome, uh, and, and and I guess surprising too, because at first, even as we're listening, as an, as me listening for the first time, uh, I was like, okay, and then I hear that, and I'm like, wow, is that is that even possible? So that's uh, just fascinating to me as I'm sitting here listening for the first time, as as our other listeners. I am going to ask you about that because um, um, I've never uh, necessarily not products coming out of China, but I did a couple of years ago um, um, made um, my fans and followers and and folks when I was on tour, if it ever came up, uh, just aware because, you know, the majority of people I found really didn't know um, when you turn that bag around and it says product of China. And um, I, it was just more of an educational, like everything we do here, just uh, kind of a public service announcement, just so you know. And I've even and I even followed up. So some people may uh, not give a hoot, and some people might. But at least now you have the information to make an educated educated decision. Because so many people had no idea. I didn't say good or bad. I didn't say anything like that. It was just here's education. Um, the majority of the ones you buy in the store, marketed for chickens, are are uh, marketed. And brought in from China. Now you know you can choose to do with this information that you want to do with it. Um, but I never said good, bad, or ugly or anything like that. So the issue there is because when we had talked earlier about the product, that was one of the first things I think I mentioned in the very first email I had sent right. you, and you had and you had yeah. replied to that. And so let, let's get into that because I think that also is very important. Um, because even on you saw on the post yesterday or last night when I made it about, hey, check out your mealworms. What do you see inside of them? There were three or four comments that said China, China, China. Just three or four out of the out of the bulk. People are obviously they're they're selling these like you know the mealworm phenomenon and backyard poultry. It's not stopping anybody really from from buying them. A handful, but I, I do think it's important um, and to educate me as well uh, to know. Um, the issue with them coming from China. You touched on it. But let's get it a little bit detailed so people know. I don't want anything to discourage them from buying your product, uh, especially if, if it's unwarranted, if you will. So tell us about that and why, you know, in your view, China, when it comes to mealworms, is, you know, they've got it going on. It kind of sounds like, you know, this, this is analogy, the climate, whatever, the farms, the, the experience. Uh, so give us what you found doing, sounds like lots of research on why, you have no doubt in your mind 
that the fact that these are coming to, from China, that they'll be a good product to uh, feed our, our beloved backyard poultry. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And thank you for bringing that up because really that is a, you know, that's a question that, that we wanted to, you know, attack as well. Not attack, I guess. The, the point is this, is that, look, my, my dad was a veteran. My business partner, Matt, his dad was a veteran. We love this country. We want to do, you know, whatever we can to produce and create products and jobs here in the United States. But when we took a look at, you know, the mealworm product in of itself, and, and we say it like this, you wouldn't, you wouldn't fly to China to go get, like, the best bacon cheeseburger that, that you could ever get. Um, you know, and the reason being, you know, we get pretty good bacon cheeseburgers here in the United States. The reality is, is that the Chinese have been eating um, and consuming bugs and, and mealworms, stuff like that, for thousands of years. And they really have the market as far as producing and perfecting the, um, the preservation process for, for bugs. I mean, if you, if you were to go to China, um, you'd see not just animals you know, eating bugs. You would also see the people eating bugs. And we're really, here in the United States, we, we, we kind of like that picture that you put on on Facebook, I thought it was interesting of somebody <laughs> yeah. eating that that, that, that block of mealworms. Um, the reality is, is the, that the majority of uh, of other countries actually eat bugs. They really do. Um, we just find it to be kind of um, you know gross, if you will, because I mean it's not something that that looks appetizing. But the reality is, is that a lot of people do eat bugs. The folks that have done it the best and done it for thousands of years are the Chinese. Now, so much so that, you know, we've identified because we really wanted to make sure that everything that was going uh, inside of my animal's mouth, because eventually it's going to go inside of my mouth, right? I'm going to eat their eggs, and if we harvest the chickens, I'm going to be eating the chickens. I wanted to make sure that everything from, you know, from the beginning to end was, you know, something that I would feel comfortable, not just in my mouth, but in my family's mouth, my kids' mouths. So we took a look at at you know the um, the actual product that the mealworms are eating, and that's this uh, 100% um, brand that they eat. And from that from the beginning process to the end, they're eating this um, this beautiful golden brand, all the way to the point where they they probably have the biggest smiles on their faces when they're getting freeze dried, um, you know, through this special process that we do, um, because they don't it, it the process doesn't put the stress on them that the microwaving process would. So the microwaving process or the, that long drying process um, really puts a lot of stress on the animal and causes the animal to, you know, just to have this point where you have a really kind of piece of, and, and I, I know it's a family program and I, I like to say the word, you know, uh, uh, CRAP, you know, um, but, uh, but the reality is, is that, you know, it, it's junk what you're feeding, uh, what, what uh, you know, what you could be feeding your chickens with some of the stuff that, that the other guys are offering. But the, to answer your question, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm jumping around here a little bit, but the reason why we know that it's something that I'd feel comfortable putting in my, in, uh, in my chicken's beaks because it's going to my mouth, because we did the research, and we know exactly what our farms are producing. We know what they're feeding them. We know the entire process because we developed it. And um, really, we get, um, we get inspected on our product more than if we did it here in the United States. If we did it here in the U.S., we would have less inspections than if we did it uh, than doing it overseas. So it's actually a more stringent process that we have to go through in order to make sure that our bugs, uh, and it's funny that before we got on the show, my son came uh, came running into <laughs> me and he said, Dad, I was feeding the chicken some honest worm and I ate a couple too. And and I'm okay with that. And, and we joke about that because, look, I mean, I know where that bug comes from and I'm comfortable, you know, not just feeding it to my chickens, but when I go to shows and I tell people about it, I have my kids eat it right in front of them just to prove it to them 
that, you know, that's not an issue. And I'm really glad you brought it up, Andy. So thank you. The way I look at it is that there are already thousands, if not a, even in the small million or millions of people who are already buying, obviously we know this, uh, mealworms uh, from China to feed their chickens. I mean, the, the, the amount of these things that are sold is, is amazing, and the companies that have come on the market lately are, are numerous, and you turn the bag over, made in China, made in China, made in China. It's not stopping 98% of the people, I think, that are going out buying these treats for their chickens. So if you're the part of the 1% or 2% that frown upon this, you're not buying the other brand either, apparently. So 2%, that's okay. But, and that's, that's completely your choice and your, and, and your decision. For the other 98% of you who are going out and buying uh, these mealworms by the uh, bags full um, and still know that they're processed from China, it hasn't stopped you, you're still buying them, then definitely, you know, uh, look at, another product, which is, of course, the um, the honest worm, and the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the worm. Uh, he just told us, and I noticed Dr. McRae just came on, uh, poultry scientist. I'm going to bring her on live, too. She may have some questions, because to me, it's just, it was jaw-dropping, um, that the, the, the worm you're pulling out of this bag to feed your chickens is 98% of that live worm in that worm bed where it's being raised. You're only losing 2%, and that 2% basically is the moisture uh, due to the processing of the worm, so we can preserve it and sell it and get it shipped over here and blah, 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 blah. So essentially, because people say, oh, I'll raise my own. And I saw a comment actually this week, maybe two days ago, that, uh, and it may have been on my site, that says, you know, I saw all these comments about, oh, it's so easy to raise your own. And I got to tell you, that is, I've found the exact <laughs> it, that's, it is not like as easy as people just post on Facebook. Oh, it's easy to raise your own. Just raise your own. And so you got to think about your time and the, and the initial cost. And then and there's somebody that says, you know, we tried it. And then, trust me, it is not as easy as just, oh, it's kind of like a, I refer it to the um, uh, what you, fermentation. Oh, I have permanent feed, permanent feed. You just fill up a five-gallon bucket of water, pour some feed in it, and you're done. And we've had true poultry nutritionists on, experts, PhD scientists that say, look, it's a lot more than just, you know, putting some food in a five-gallon bucket and filling it with water. And then there's all these risks involved. But, but yeah, so it's uh, it's easy to just say on Facebook, oh, just raise your own. It's a piece of cake. But uh, I'm starting to see comments from people that say, uh, well, we're trying it, and uh, so far it's uh, become quite frustrating and quite the chore, but for some, maybe they had an easy experience with it. But, yeah, so the, so the 98% of folks that, that uh, are still buying mealworms, um, and, and, you know, we want you to say, hey, look, you know, like I said, the last three weeks, snap that product you're buying open, look at it, uh, go to the Honest Worm website, and look at you know the, the whether it be the uh, mealworm or the black soldier fly larva or and, and then their product and and take a look at that. It's just it, it, it sells itself. You don't have to uh, say anything or do anything. I'm going to go ahead and bring on Dr. McCray. I told her she's coming on and talk about biosecurity foot baths here in a minute. But uh, you know she may see, you know she. Dr. McRae, you've been you've been listening, and I don't I don't exactly know when you came on board, but we we've covered the China thing, we've covered the product, and and how he came about this product, and that the fact that what blew me away first time I had heard it, uh, the the pulling out of their bag is 98% the real worm, um, and uh, that you would get live crawling around in, in the worm bed, uh, it just makes sense. Hollow exoskeleton of this worm you're paying a boatload of money for, are this other worm that. Let's say it's full of it. 
um, which means that, hey, it's full of guts, which, you know, the chickens love that. So um, any, any questions for, for David, Dr. McRae? It'd be good to get your two cents worth as well. I I listened in probably for about the last five minutes, so I, I didn't hear everything. Um, but being that I'm a microbiologist, I my question is, are you purging any of the food that is in the worm's gut prior to packaging? Um, or is it is it still going to contain whatever its last meal was? And is there it's any gonna, Yeah. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Is it and and what kind of testing do you do that there's no salmonella or anything like that in the, the worm? Yeah, so so the reality is this is that it is going to contain its its last meal, unfortunately. <laughs> so when you have the uh uh when you have the worm in the uh uh when it's eating its last meal it's really going to be eating up until the point where it's actually preserved. So it's it, it's actually in its brand when um, when it's being preserved. As far as the salmonella goes, we do spot tests. Unfortunately, we can't test every single bag that comes out, but we do spot test the bags to make sure that we're we're sending products to folks that you know would in fact not harm their animals or harm you know harm them. You know, especially like I said, you know, we we uh, when we go to trade shows and we do our our thing, you know, one of the things that we like to kind of do in front of folks is in fact. Um, you know, take a worm and, <laughs> and eat it in front of them just to show that we stand behind our product. We ask them if any of the other manufacturers or, or producers of worms would, would go ahead and do that. And typically the answer is no way. Are you kidding me? I'm not eating that, that worm. So, I mean, unfortunately, you know, you can't test every single bag. We do spot tests. No, no, short. no, no. You can't test every bag. But just like with you, when you buy bags of chicken feed, you know that lots are tested to be That's sure right. that they're free mm-hmm. of like salmonella, other contaminants, E. coli, um, other things that yep. you don't want in your birds. And That's they are what they right. eat. That's absolutely right. Yeah, and one other thing I just wanted to add, Andy, if I may, yeah, I know you had mentioned, you know, the mm-hmm. word treats, and we, we really want to separate ourselves from the word treat because the reality is is that, you know, chickens are, um, as you know this, they're, they're the advantageous omnivore. They're, they're always looking for stuff that they can you know, scratch and find in the grass. And, you know, this animal protein is something that's important to their diet. I kind of, you know, um, I, I say, like, like I, I cringe when I see all vegetarian-fed, you know, eggs and stuff like that in the, in the marketplace. The, the chickens really do want to have this animal protein. So we're trying to separate ourselves from that word treat, um, especially like now when the ground is hard and frozen and the chickens don't have the ability to scratch in the ground in order to get the bugs that they love you know, this is an opportunity for them to get those bugs into their diet when they don't have that, uh, you know, that nice moist soil that they can they can dig in. Yeah, that's why, like, it sure hooked me in the beginning. I said, you know, treat, um, snack, supplement, whatever that chicken owner actually wants to consider it that they're doing or giving to their chickens, uh, more power to them. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the word treat either. There was some product that I was looking at maybe bringing to market um, with, uh, with Kalmbach and, uh, we were going to use maybe the, the snack because even humans hey we can have a snack and guess what we can have a help um, versus the word treat so uh, yeah I, I technically prefer prefer snack at the end of the day uh, it's whatever that for me whatever the owner <laughs> wants to call it or think that they're providing sure. uh, for their backyard plot but that's good so so you do have 
uh, you know, obviously you can't. I mean, in one bag there's like 5,000 worms. So, so we have to use logic, just like Dr. Frey said, just like with the feed you're feeding your chickens. Um, it's, uh, you know, they don't test every single bag. They just test it in lots. It sounds like that you guys are testing product ever so often to check for salmonella and things like that. And that's now, good to hear because I'm pretty sure other groups may or may not do that. Um, that kind of due diligence is something that I appreciate. And then, and then the fact that they are, they do have their last meal in their gut. And but you said that it's a brand or a brand meal, I guess. Um, and and you've looked at that exactly what these farms you're um, sourcing these from are feeding them. I think that you had stressed on that a bunch of times in the interview about look, look, we know what they're eating. We've seen it. We've done the research. We looked at the ingredients. And you said it's a brand type of uh, feed, I guess. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's it's whole brand and uh and I can tell you that that's that's what the worms love. They absolutely love that brand as opposed to some of the other bugs out there that, you know, that feed off of trash and maybe some rotting stuff, which is perfectly fine for that animal, but for the mealworms they love brand. That's their favorite meal. Hmm. So the, the so maybe <laughs> This popped into my head. For those of you that are having problems growing your own mealworms, maybe you can, after dinner, throw out some of your bran muffins, your breakfast maybe. Maybe you had, oh, I love bran muffins for breakfast. There you go. Throw them out there in that bucket where you're raising the worms if they love bran so much. And uh, maybe that will uh, spark, spark, spark the breeding and the health a little bit. Bran. I'm thinking all these things, bran, that as humans, we were just slammed with this bran, bran, bran several decades ago in, in the health world, you know. Uh, brand muffins, brand cereal, fiber brand this, fiber one that, brand, 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 brand. So, um, yeah, that, that, that I'll have to tell you that popped in my head of these people having challenges of growing their own, throwing out their old brand muffins to uh, to their uh, <laughs> earworms. Maybe, that, maybe that's the magic potion right there. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest that when, when you approached me with this and I went to your website, uh, it, it didn't take a lot of convincing because it's there, the proof. It's, it's the picture speaks a thousand words. But we definitely wanted to have you on um, to elaborate uh, for everybody. And, and I think it sells itself, you know, because people are, let's face it, they're spending a lot. These things aren't cheap, and people are spending the money because they love their chickens. I just wish they would spend the same amount of money on their chicken health care and biosecurity. But but nonetheless, they're doing what they're doing. And um they, uh, you know, they're spending the money on it, but you would think if they're going to spend that money, they want the best product for their dollar, dollar for dollar. And I think it's obvious that this is it because your product is <laughs> your product is full of it. <laughs> I doesn't sound like you're full of it. It <laughs> sounds like you're pretty pretty on it when it comes to uh, promoting your product. Man, I don't know if I have any other questions to ask because it's. And it's I right do there have one thing to to put out there ahead, for you, yeah, Andy. Uh, as far as brand is concerned, when it come to vi- when it came to vitamin discovery, we found that the brand is very important with regard to grains. Um, it contains a lot of the the minerals and the vitamins that that all animals need. And so the fact that you are <clears throat> you're not feeding your birds um, just supplements like a, a vitamin and electrolyte pack. You're actually taking the brand, passing it through a worm, and perhaps that makes certain nutrients more readily available or absorptive within the birds. And just kind of a, a cool thought to think of the bigger picture, which is which is kind of interesting. What a neat product. I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually uh, use your words here, um, Dr. McRae. You're gonna laugh about this. 
And so here's uh, uh, she's been coming on the show for almost a decade, as long as we've been on the show. So she, hopefully she'll find humor in this. So here's what I hear Dr. McRae saying. Wow, this would be a great study for an undergrad. I think that I'm going. <laughs> I think I'm going to. Get, <laughs> I think this is great. I think I, or maybe some of you 4-Hers out there can take these mealworms and figure. And then, and it, I think that's awesome to see. <laughs> so uh, I love your way of thinking. That's all about science and all about. Hmm. Let's prove this, or maybe you know, this is a great project for an undergrad. I think I'll write. I think I think I'll write for a grant, and then <laughs> we'll find out if this mealworm that still obviously has some of the bran in it from their last meal may actually help the chicken absorb some of these nutrients because that we found through science that's what bran can assist in doing. See, so, man, that's that's just that's awesome thinking, Doctor McRae. But I uh, hope you don't take offense to that. But I could hear it coming. I, I was just waiting for you to. I was waiting for you to say that. It <laughs> was a great study for an undergrad. I think we may have to, you know, uh, get some funding for this study. <laughs> I love it. Um, David, anything else that I missed or Dr. McRae may have missed or anything that you hear a lot from people that call you up or have questions through email, like, well, what about this or what about that or, you know, well, how about this, anything that you're hearing or anything we missed to elaborate about your product before we let you go? No, that's all, and I, I really appreciate it. Great questions, and, and, you know, the main thing is that when we show folks the difference between our worms and, and the other worms that they've been feeding their, um, they've been feeding their chickens, it's amazing the response. We've, we've actually, you know, folks get mad. They get angry that they've been feeding their chickens, you know, these microwaved, um, you know, worm shells, if you will, the exoskeleton, you know, um, and they feel like they've been gypped. They feel that like they've been paying this money, you know, because, so uh, the the majority of folks that I talk to to have chickens because they want to produce eggs, you know, for their for food, and they also want to um, they want to harvest them eventually, uh, well, depending on the breed that they're that they're raising. But those are the two things that we find that, that the folks you know are mainly interested in. And when they're eating their eggs, and they realize that the eggs that they're they're eating have been fed this microwave shell, you know, they they get angry. Um, and it just kind of proves our our point a little bit, you know, with regards to what it is that we're providing. But Really, uh, you know, Andy, the, the reason why we contacted you, and as you know, there, there's a lot of folks that, you know, there's an opportunity to, you know, partner with or advertise mm-hmm. with. And, you know, the fact that, that you take the time to research and, and ask the questions that you ask, there's other folks that didn't ask those questions. And, you know, as long as I had a check in my hand, they'd be happy, you know, to, um, you know, to let me advertise with them. But the fact that you do your due diligence the way you do, man, I mean, it's just, it, it's a testament to your audience and, you know, the folks that you have on your show. And I got to tell you, I am so, so excited just to be on the show with you. So for your folks, for your audience, we set up a special website, and that's freemealworms.com. Um, and they can go right now to freemealworms.com and grab their own bag of mealworms. Um, just cover the cost of shipping and handling, and we'll get them out to you right away. That's awesome. And when you go there, I'm there right now. It's on my screen, uh, freemealworms, with an S, freemealworms.com. And um, it's there. And you can scroll down. There's a big old ugly picture of me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's a picture of me there holding uh, uh, holding Rhode Island Ruby. And then, um, actually, no, I, think that, I don't think that was Rhode Island Ruby. I think that was an Isa Brown that I actually had. Yeah, that's not a Rhode Island Red. I had to think back when. And actually, that chicken... Um, has been featured in a photo shoot with Alton Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, that, that's an, uh, Anyway, so just to give you some history there, but you can scroll down there at that website. You can see the pictures we're talking about. You can see the bag that you're going to get. Um, you can even see a picture of Hey, your uh, picture really is on here. 
Yeah, it is. Oh, you're there. Okay, yep, yep that's me. And um, but you're right there, and you can sign up. Yes, send me my free worm. And um, so uh, there you go. So yeah, freemealworms.com. While supplies last, we're gonna um. Uh, and, and thousands more listen to the archive show. So uh, we'll see how many are listening to the live show versus the archive show. And then later this afternoon, when I put that on Facebook, woo! You better get ready for your email to start lighting up, my friend, because it'll be. Uh, it'll be <laughs> I know we're getting the product into their hands. They're going to see it. And I'm going to say, hey, snap it in half and tell me what you see when you get this product. And um, I think we'll make them customers for life. So, uh, David, Chief Operating Worm. At the honest That's right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, I have to say that not necessarily you, but your product is everybody now together. Your product is full of it. And I know you take pride <laughs> That's in right. that. So uh, it, it makes sense. So hey, thanks, buddy, for coming on. And uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch over the next few days and weeks uh, as we keep promoting this product. That sounds great, Andy. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you, uh, Doctor, for, for the questions. I appreciate it, and we'll, uh, we'll look forward to talking to you guys soon. That sounds great, and uh, we appreciate you coming on. We're going to go to a commercial break. We come back. We're talking with Dr. Bridget McRae, and we're talking about the importance of adding a foot bath where it correlates in your biosecurity plan. Uh, so, uh, again, keep those Chicken Whisper notebooks out, and uh, we'll continue with Dr. McRae when we come back. I'm about to say something that may shock you. There's a chance the mealworm treats you're feeding your chickens are doing them more harm than good. Most of the mealworms sold in the U.S. are hollow and empty because of how they're processed, leaving them with little or no nutritional value. The problem is chickens love healthy insects like mealworms, but there hasn't been a way to get access to them in large quantities. Until now. The only mealworm company I endorse is The Honest Worm because of the way they raise and process their mealworms. Now, they've set aside some bags only for my listeners to try for free. Just cover the cost of shipping and handling. Head on over to freemealworms.com. That's freemealworms.com. If you don't see sold out at the top of the page, that means there's still some bags left, but only for a limited time. Go to freemealworms.com and get your free bag today. Since 1921, Stromberg's has been a family-owned and operated business providing quality poultry and poultry supplies to their customers. Today, the Stromberg's family offers over 200 different breeds of poultry, including chickens, waterfowl, and game birds. They also offer poultry supplies for both the beginner and experienced poultry keeper. Stromberg should be on the top of your list when it's time to order your new day-old baby chicks and poultry supplies. Order online today at strombergschickens.com. That's strombergschickens.com. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer. If you're in the market for a new incubator, then look no further than GQF. They have a great selection of tabletop and cabinet-style incubators at prices you can afford. I love my GQF Genesis Model 1588. It has a large picture window and an automatic thermostat, which makes for a better hatch every time. Go pick out your new incubator at GQFRadio.com. That's GQFRadio.com. Come back. Come back, back. Come back. Come back. Come back, 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 back,
from our family to yours. Feed your chickens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Visit our website at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H feeds.com. Or order today on Amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of the Chicken Whisperer. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at IdealPoultry.com. That's IdealPoultry.com. Alrighty, thanks for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chick. What, wait, what's that, what's that I hear? It, it must be time for Dr. Craig. Oh, <laughs> you gotta right. be kidding me, man. <laughs> Are you confused? Did poultry. you push the wrong button? <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh, okay. oh we, we, I may have pushed the wrong button, but maybe I should have pushed this one. <laughs> no, I, I still think you're confused. But but okay, we're we're on it today. We we got this. Oh golly. Um well hey, I mean your new sponsor sounds like a lot of fun. Where's he out of? Oh man, I saw that earlier and uh I couldn't even tell you what state they're at, so um, I'll have that for you. Obviously, it's not Georgia, or you would have been on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, no, I read, because I went there, and I read about, I even went to, uh, I went to everything. Uh, um, I haven't even made a note of it. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, it's not off the top of my tongue right now. I know it, but I will find out in just a second. <laughs> That's, that's terrible. That's terrible. I'm telling on you. Oh, golly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, worms kind of gross me out. Like, my uh, my friend's son is always feeding live mealworms to his um, bearded dragon, and I always kind of like, nope, I'm out. It crawls. I step on it. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's not my thing. But... um. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> I'm so glad these things are dead, but still they're full of stuff. Does it mean they're squishy when you when you do they pop if you push on them? I don't know. I think I think all the um the juiciness that 2% is um is gone is done. So Okay. Uh New Jersey, New Jersey. Uh Dave and oh, Matt okay. chicken stuff is their legal name, Dave and Matt's Chicken Stuff, LLC, and they're up in uh, Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Oh, okay. That was not too far from where I lived. I knew it. I knew I knew it. It's right here in my email, so that's why I knew it. I went right to my email, and, and there it is. So uh, I knew it was just not something that I thought was pertinent So the next the time. time you're hitting the, the East Coast, you have a reason to pop into New Jersey and and see their facilities. Neat. 
And if you're in New Jersey, well, you need to go to Diggerland. If you have a, if you have a young child <laughs> you need, while you're in Jersey, you need to go to Diggerland so they can drive excavators and dump trucks and skid steers and all that kind of stuff. So, holy cow, you better not go to Jersey and not go to Diggerland if you have children. Even if you're an adult, heck, man, go. So, uh, so and we're going to do this kind of like the, the um, what do you call it, the, is it the footnotes of the, is it the, what do you call that when you didn't want to read the book in high school and so you, the cliff notes, cliff notes, right? Cliff notes, is cliff notes. Yeah. So, so you, I don't want to. Read, so we're going to do since we don't have a whole lot of time and we've covered biosecurity till we're blue in the face. Concentrate on that portion of biosecurity today with Dr. McRae, foot baths, uh, yep. and um, how it relates to your biosecurity. And I, 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 before you came on today, I shared with folks that I, I'm actively. This has been a month long, maybe two months long process for me to try to find a affordable, reliable, functional foot uh, entry pad. And you know what I'm talking about. You step on it. It's a big sponge that's encased with this yeah. vinyl material. You step on it. You sink down in it, and it bubbles up with all this foam, and then you walk into the office. Uh, they have right. an ideal poultry. They have it at these other places I've visited when I've been on tour. And I kid you not, I have, for two months I've been looking for one. That some of them, I mean, they range anywhere from like eighty-five bucks to three hundred dollars. But I'm trying to find one yeah. that that that. No, I that I, I got one find. for like sixty bucks, or was it fifty yep. bucks? Because I got the gallon of of um, disinfectant with it. But um, a lot of the um, a lot of the the poultry supply companies for like the commercial guys, they sell them. So if you happen yeah. to live in a state that is you know big on poultry. You might have down the road, like say a, um, a supplier, like a poultry supply for commercial guys. They'll have them right in there. They'll sell them to you. You don't have to work for a commercial grower. They'll sell them to you direct. Um, depends on where you live, though. Uh, but you know, it, and it might uh, might be under. Um, oh gosh, like say some of the the big safety equipment suppliers you might look there for those or even um medical equipment suppliers but um yeah i like the spongy ones they are mm-hmm. easy to set up they contain their own um fluid as long as you don't you know run them over with a lawnmower make a hole in it or something <laughs> or or have cleats on and you know do something crazy like that. But, you know, in this time of year, I know you just got hit with snow. I got hit with snow. How many inches did you end up with? Uh, this this past couple of days ago, we might have gotten one. I mean, it was very – but it was all – it was the real powdery ice. Yeah. Kind of like, like back before Christmas, it was that huge flakes, pow, you know, really – wet just you know six inches type of stuff and then this was just fine little crystals if you will it was just so right. cold they all stuck and, and accumulated up to up, we only got about one inch but it basically you rub you so cold you roll over but it, people are dealing with ice underneath that ice, now yep. exactly and yep, exactly. and i do want to talk about foot baths this time of year because this is the time of year where people depending on where you live you might have to deal with frozen foot baths, and that's totally not cool. You might skip a step or two just because it's a pain in the rear. Now, doesn't mean that you can't run um, 
run uh, your foot bath and put it on top of something that's going to keep it from freezing, like uh, a heated water base. <clears throat> but you also have to consider you don't want to really immerse anything in the the foot bath to keep it from like de-icing, uh, like a de-icer of some sort, because you might uh, you might actually have some corrosives in there for your actual disinfectant which would affect that piece of equipment, um, maybe not right away, but in the long run, depending on how long you have to use it. So foot baths, I, I think if you're going to go simple, just a, a cat litter pan, cut up an AstroTurf mat, lay it in the bottom, and you can do one boot at a time. Hey, How are you going to keep that from freezing? Well, if you've got a heated water base, just stick it underneath there. And you're only putting your feet in there one at a time. Um, make sure you've spread a little sand or salt on your surface around it because you're, you're going to be leaning heavily on the foot that's not currently in the foot bath. And you don't need that area to become icy so that you slip. Um, but your, your brush that you keep, you can... Um, Keep that inside a garage or someplace that doesn't readily freeze so that that can still remain functional. But if you've got a larger foot bath, something that allows you to step both feet in and scrub the bottom of your feet, you know, it's still a good idea to have a long-handled brush. It'll cost you 10 or 15 bucks, maybe five, depending on what, what kind you get. Um, but, yeah, it, it's probably going to freeze. First thing you can do, keep snow out of it, put a lid on it. Um, keep rainwater out of it, keep your chickens from drinking out of it or other animals that you have in the yard that might have access to it. Put a lid on it. Keep it from diluting, keep animals out of it. Keep wild birds from, from accessing it, rodents, so on and so forth. But what kind of disinfectant should you use? There's a couple out there I've recommended over the years. I like Tektrol, One Stroke Environ, Nolvasan, and I like those as well as Oxine because they are effective against the avian influenza virus. But you need to read the label, and when on that label, and I know, trust me, I know, go get your glasses because the print on that label is so abominably small you're going to need your glasses on to read it. And there should be a temperature range on there at which it works the best. And this is the time of year when you actually need to go look at those numbers and say, huh, if this is freezing, it's probably not going to be active anymore. What do I need to do to change this up? Do I need to pull my foot bath into the garage or set it just inside my mudroom where I know it's not going to freeze? Or how about shifting it from the feed room to inside the barn where there's a little more heat? Whatever you can do to keep the temperature of that um, disinfectant in the active range, this would be the time of year to do that. Depending on where you live, this might be a temporary cold snap or it might be longer term. And if it's longer term, you've probably lived with it and you know where this stuff needs to go in order for you to still make it function well. 
right around your foot bath, I recommend having your foot bath on like a cement pad or pavers or bricks, something that's easy for you to hose off because eventually your cold snap's going to end and you're going to deal with mud. And that mud's going to be tracked in and out of your foot bath. But you can kind of keep that area clean right around the foot bath and you can stomp off the mud on that paver or brick surface. Um, but while it's frozen uh, outside, you also want to make sure that you don't have a layer of ice on there that you can slip on. might be a good idea to take the other half of that AstroTurf mat that you were using inside the um, using inside the foot bath and set it next to you just so you have a little more grip. Or you could spread salt or sand. Uh, again, we're dealing with freezing conditions. Keeping a hose hooked up to a faucet may not be a good idea. You might actually have to carry water in from a, from inside the house to mix up a fresh batch of your disinfectant. Um, depending on what it says on your label instructions, it may be convenient for you to mix up your disinfectant uh, in the nice warm house, but it may be safer for you to mix that up out in the garage, depending on um, the strength that you're using uh, of that initial concentrate. So just keep that in mind for safety's sake. We all like to be comfortable as we work with our chickens through the winter, and we want our chickens to be comfortable and happy and healthy. Do not slip and fall just trying to use your your um, your foot bath. Uh, if you have to crack ice on it. Um, troubleshoot as much as possible. Uh, and if you can't, if you just can't get around that situation, well, as I've said time and again, disposable boot covers can be your friend. However, when you're dealing with icy conditions, they can also kind of slip on you. Just be careful. Using dedicated footwear is great, but keeping that dedicated footwear clean is a key part of this element. Um, don't want to really recommend that you scrub your boots every day in the dead of winter. That's just not the kind of fun that we're all interested in doing. But you do need to kind of think about, all right, how am I going to make this work? All right, that's Cliff Notes version, Andy. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> per your request. But yeah. um, any questions from that? Um, I don't. I'm not hooked sure. into um, your um, room, your chat room. No, no, no. I don't that, have that, that we just started it up, so it's light. That's fine. Let me get over here. I know we have a long-time listener that may have may have a question. She can call in. Um, she's listening from Florida. Um, I don't know if she has questions or not. Let me check over here to the Facebook to see. Sometimes we have both questions there. Uh, I was going to mention Oxine. You mentioned Oxine. That's that's obviously one of my favorites. I do like the Oxine And you can product. get it by the Tetra, gallon and then store right. it. Mm -hmm. Do you um, – I guess my question is because we – you know, just like biosecurity, we don't want to take disease in. We don't want to bring disease out out so let's give them a scenario you've got your house you walk out the back door of your house into say a screen porch room patio whatever and then you walk through the yard and then you get to your chicken run and you walk into your chicken run and then you're in the coop gathering eggs whatever and you walk back out you 
the yard, which where maybe, you know, wild birds are, you've got your fly, and then you get back up into your sunroom, your screen porch, your deck, whatever, and then you're coming back into your house. In that scenario, which I think fits a bazillion backyarders, where in that scenario, where would you, would it be ideal to have two? one at your back door before you come into your living area, and then maybe one just before you go into the uh, your, your chicken area, say the, the clean area, the, the yard, the uh, run, and the coop. Do we have two? Is If you can only have one, where would you suggest the best place to put it in that scenario? Because I can see how we want to protect our health from bringing contaminants into our living, our living area, and then we want to protect the bird's living area when we walk through the yard and step in wild bird poo. Is there a perfect answer there? Do we need, ideally, in a, in a perfect world with no budget, have two of them in those places? Or in that, see what I'm saying? Yeah, perfect perfect world, I would just say you you'd really only have to do one. But I would use that mud room or that porch, screened-in porch area for um, putting on my, my dedicated clothing and footwear. Um, mm-hmm, set a chair, mm-hmm. just a folding chair is all you really need, and just sit down, put your clothing on in there, and then walk out to the coop, and right before you enter the run, that's where your foot bath needs to be. If it's frozen outside, run a drop cord out there, and if you can, uh, underneath that um, that uh, foot bath, try to put a... Um, I almost said sweeter heater. No, heated water base to keep it from freezing. And if that's just not possible, if it's going to get put under three feet of snow, you got a storm coming. Move that, move that, um, that uh, foot bath into that mud room or that porch area, and just go from there. Uh, any sort of snow event. You know, you just kind of got to work around that situation. Yes, it's one more thing you got to do is move that foot bath. But um, I don't know. Maybe, Andy, you've got listeners out there who found a great solution that they can send you pictures of, or maybe they're going to invent the solution that we need. Absolutely. CW at chickenwhisperer.com, and uh, we'll post them on our Facebook page for your solution for your uh, biosecurity plan regarding foot baths. And uh, we'll post it. We'll send it. We'll send it to uh, forward it on to Dr. McRae, and and she might be able to use it in uh, with her 4-H and and the whole nine. Hey, by the way, speaking of 4-H, thanks for reaching out to that uh, mom. I thought that was a great question. Oh, she was, was in Alabama, I mean, by the way. <laughs> no, she wasn't really. Yeah. That was that was. So we ended perfect. up talking what? last night. <laughs> Thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled. That was a, a great, valid question. So I'm glad. And You're a good Alabama, facilitator, so. Andy. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, who would have thought? Well, that's super. Um, thanks for reaching out to that. But, yeah, send me pictures, guys. We'll post it on our Facebook page, and um, I'll send it over to Dr. McRae, and, and we'll get all that uh, We'll get all that done. So awesome. Um, thanks for this. Foot bath, and hopefully in the next another 30 days, I'll have something that I can share with folks about a, a, a reliable, affordable somewhat, you know, good quality product that, you know, for that $50, $60 range that uh, will be an option because I know there's there's tons and tons and tons of backyarders and folks that have never, ever seen these in their life. And I think it would be, oh, wow, this is easier than having a Rubbermaid bin and a brush and all, that, <laughs> all this and all messy and wet, blah, blah, blah. I just have to step on this and then keep on going. So uh, I think it'll be uh, kind of a... Uh, uh, 
I think when, when I post this and explain it and, and they see it, I think their eyes will get really, really, really big. And in the background, you'll hear... Well, I know, I know that we're not alone. We just want some simple answers. And folks, you're out there, put your thinking caps on. Special project. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Special project, and and uh, with your, I love it. I love it. I love your way of thinking. So, and if anybody out there wants to do a study on the if the, if the bran left in the gut of the mealworm helps uh, the the chicken absorb these these vitamins, then contact Doctor McCray. I think we can we can probably set you up with that study. Right, Doc? Hopefully so. <laughs> I love it. Hey, thanks for coming on. Awesome uh, foot baths, and we'll see you the first Thursday of February. Good gravy, where is 2018 You know, going? we're there already. Um, <laughs> just, I know it. First, first Thursday in February, we'll have you back. And hey, I get to so see you on. at IPPE. You're right. We'll actually see each other before the next show. We're going to walk the aisles of the uh, the mammoth world's largest poultry show in in Atlanta. Trade yeah, we, show, I, we, uh, man. Trade show. It's going to be awesome. All righty. Well, um, we will see you there. Have have a good and thanks for coming on today. All righty. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Cray, I sent her over. Uh, someone had asked about uh, a question of 4-H and, and show birds and. Uh, that's, I'm so thrilled that they were in Alabama, and she made another contact of her, uh, you, I don't guess you'd call it constituent, but yeah, she's, in, she's. I think Dr. McRae, in layman's terms, is in charge of, or kind of over all of the 4-H in the whole state of Alabama. So that worked out perfectly. Thanks for tuning in. If you joined us late, you can listen to this show in its entirety from beginning to end, anytime you want to, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, by listening to the archive show, which this will be archived within minutes of us signing off here. Um, if you missed the part earlier about the Honest Worm Company and their product, especially if you're spending big bucks on mealworms to feed your chickens, you've got to check this product out. And you, I mean, just... I can't say it sells itself. Go check them out. And you can get a free bag, freemealworms.com. Just pay shipping and handling. They'll send it right out to you. And you can see for yourself right there in the palm of your hand when you snap them in half with the product you're using now and make the determination on which you want your chickens to be partaking in. Got it? All right. So uh, let's see. We've got a show coming up for you um, next Thursday, the 25th. I may have an idea of who's going to be on that show. I'll let you know uh, earlier next week. It's going to be a good one. And then uh, we'll be back the first Thursday of February. We may look at broadcasting live, though, at IPPE, uh, International uh, Poultry Expo. Uh, it, it's incredible. It is incredible. These are the uh, um, Anyway, so uh, we'll, we'll, maybe we can broadcast live from there. We'll have to see. It's it's just absolutely insane there. Craziness, education out the out the ears, just foaming education from all of these uh, high tech folks. Um, so yeah, so thanks for tuning in today. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week, next Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Got it? Okay, I think that's uh, probably it. God bless everybody. Ha <laughs> <laughs>